The Spiritual Freedom Show with Richard Lawrence, where politics is not the answer, materialism counts for nothing, and spirituality will set you free. I'm Richard Lawrence, and this is an Ethereus podcast. We're also syndicated on these radio networks, Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, Transformation Talk Radio, WTRM, the Trim Radio Network, and Oneness Talk Radio. Richard. Darren. So, service, the third freedom of the nine freedoms, our right. text on this on this show. Yes. Uh, and obviously really at the core of what we do uh, in the Ethereum Society and what we teach. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but there are various mis- misconceptions about what service really is, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just in a, in a, for example, I think there's, there's this idea that um, serving others can somehow sometimes involve subjugating yourselves to others' needs or desires. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, you know, might mean accommodating people to the extreme, to, yes. you know, so in some sort of robotic, obedient-like way. And, yeah. you know, even if, that, you know, the person that you're trying to help is even, you know, taking advantage of that or abusing that in some way. And so I thought it would be, you know, helpful just to pass this idea of, you know, this confusion between what service really is and this other idea of servitude, which is a very yeah. different mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, it's a good, good distinction. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we can start with what, what, you know, when we talk about service, what are we really talking about? What does it do? How does it help somebody? And how would that be distinct from servitude, which is this well, other idea? Yeah, one yeah. thing that's made clear by Marseille 6 mm-hmm. in the Third Freedom, our text, um, is that there are many, many ways to serve. Mm. And the essence of service is doing it in the most potent way you possibly can. Now, coming to servitude, absolutely not. Mm. Um, It might mean telling people things they don't want to hear. Mm. It might mean making moves not to control others ever, but other people don't really want. Mm. So it's not not about that. It's about helping others. And in terms of what we do um, and, and, and the highest form of service that we can offer is spiritual service. It's not the only one. All are essential. It's just that the more material forms of service, as we've said before, are c- more covered in this mm. world than spiritual service. One thing I would throw into the mix, though, that you can't distinguish any longer between serving and advancing. Totally. That those two now absolutely go together. They go together from a karmic point of view. Any form of service, any act which is helpful, is betters, not necessarily giving people what they want, not doing what they say necessarily, but really does help them, whether they think it helps them or not, that's an act of service. If it's a, and so from a karmic point of view, that will definitely work for anyone who does it, whatever they're doing. Uh, especially if they're not getting any financial reward or if they're going beyond the financial reward. Yeah. They, 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 yeah. they could earn their sure. living doing far less like some wonderful nurses, some mm-hmm. numerous other professions. Yeah. But they go beyond, above and beyond. I've witnessed that myself in Britain in the National Health Service uh, with a particular nurse when I was ill, went way beyond what he was required to do. Mm. That's great service, and karmically that will go around. But when you give spiritual service... <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> When you give spiritual service, it's more direct in terms of your development in that you are starting to tap Mm. into the higher chakras or psychic centers. Yeah, that's an interesting point. I just want to come back to one other one you made, actually, which is that, um, you know, one of the ways we can tell the difference between serving and servitude is that 
the when you're not serving someone, you're not actually helping them. Like if you're telling them something they want to hear, but that's not necessarily helping them no. to advance because exactly. you're not giving them truth. No, that's not. No, that's not service, is no, it? No, it isn't. Yeah. No, no, not necessarily. Mm. Depends, depends what it is they want. <laughs> I but, suppose, but what they sort of like need from the standpoint of enlightenment, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, and and also, of course, there's this whole idea on on this planet, which makes it different from the other planets, mm. that the aim of life is to be happy. Mm. Now, happiness is a good thing. In fact, it's a birthright. It's a natural thing, especially spiritual happiness. That's not a bad thing. Joy is on a whole other level from happiness. It's a much greater thing and yeah. it's more lasting. Mm -hmm. But it's not the purpose. The purpose is evolution. That's why we're here. That's totally. why all life is everywhere throughout the universe. And the, the side benefit... <laughs> Just a small point there. <laughs> <laughs> the side benefit of, uh, of that is you feel a great satisfaction, actually a satisfaction mm. which the Master Jesus says in one place can be more than peace. Mm. Um, and you, you will feel that, and it can even go beyond a feeling. Or let's just say, to quote the fifth freedom, um, not directly, but it's a feeling which is passive, mm. which is a very interesting thing, which we might come back to. <laughs> but um, you, can, you, can, you can gain happiness, of course. In fact, it's the only way you'll gain lasting joy mm. through the lives is through evolution. And so, in, in a nutshell... If you're helping others to evolve, which might mean telling them certain truths, might mean healing them, right. might mean encouraging them, yeah. uh, might mean all kinds of things, helping them physically it might mean, certainly will include praying for them, yeah. then that's, that's real service. Yeah, no, I think that this, the whole idea of evolution that you've just given really... Just you know, because mm. there's a big it's everything. Yeah, it's everything, it's everything. because there, the, and as you say with the happiness example you gave, there's a big difference between indulging someone's immediate wants and needs, which may be completely misguided from the standpoint of their evolution, and actually helping them towards their own evolution in some way so that yeah. they can take advantage. Uh, it's of the why the galaxy exists. Another small point. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's why the Mother Earth is suffering mm. for us. It's to enable other life forms to evolve. And this is the big thing. Mm. I mean, there's always an element of sacrifice. And when we think of sacrifice, we often mix it up with martyrdom. Totally. Martyrdom yeah. might be necessary, and mm. it might not be necessary. Mm. Uh, some of the martyrs knew, and they were right, that there was life after death. They thought it meant they'd go to heaven. Well, there's a bit more to it than that. But they weren't sort of sacrificing their all their lives, but they still might have been very brave. Yeah. But it's not necessarily martyrdom, but it, it is definitely going to include sacrifice. But the beauty of that, though, is that that very sacrifice, if you have to make it, or when you have to make it, it's not all the time, but when you do, mm. in the case of the galaxy, it's all the time, and the galaxy is above time. <laughs> so, um, but it's permanent, because the galaxy is willing. Mm -hmm. um, the Mother Earth is su suffering all the time. Yeah. But I would say this too. The galaxy meditates. The galaxy meditates. It's worth repeating. The, the Earth, Mother Earth meditates. The Lords of the Sun meditate. The Lords of Saturn meditate. So it doesn't preclude personal advancement, personal development, because it is known mm. that through that greater service will be given.
100%. And this is the beauty. This is why I will stand and I will say that I don't think there's a greater set of teachings than you'll find than what is in the Nine Freedoms and the Ethereum Society in general, and I include in that some of the wonderful teachings of the Master Ethereus and, of course, the Master Jesus and others, uh, because there's this perfect balance and inclusion without distinction, really, of service and personal evolution and development. When you advance, you are better able to serve. And when you serve, you're, you're more... You know, even mm. somebody like Sir Isaac Newton, yeah. it's said that he spent more time practising alchemy than he spent working on um, scientific oh, yeah. matters. Mm -hmm. What people think of, actually, alchemy is a science, but what they think of... So he was a mystic. He was a Unitarian. You know, he did not accept the Trinity, which was a problem in those days for some people. Yeah. But he was a, a, a spiritual, mystical individual. You know, many people who studied science of different kinds before him had seen an apple fall from a tree. Totally. But they didn't think, ah, gravity. Yeah. It wasn't quite like that. Yeah. But that's what I mean. If, if, if the, the spiritual development will enable you to see things in a different way. And I bet you everyone watching has noticed that. Yeah. If you go to a prayer service, you come out after that prayer service and you look at things differently. Mm. And you might come across a line in the Nine Freedoms that you've read a hundred times and then suddenly you read it again and you say, ah, yeah. but that's what it really means. I've got one meaning, but this is what it really means. That's why Mars Sector 6 says in the fifth freedom, you know, the feeling, uh, you, you live the light, you feel uh, is passive. Mm. You suddenly say, oh, I know what that means now. I thought it was great a year ago, but I didn't quite know what it means. Now I do. I but see. it's because of um, spiritual advancement. So the yeah. two go together. Um, but, of course, when you serve you are always advancing in, in any form of service, by the way, including material service. If it's freely given service, if it's an act of service, you must advance, and that's why we're here. You must do, You will evolve. Through service, we evolve. And service, although it's a demanding thing, it involves very hard work if you're truly dedicated mm. to it, um, it actually takes a great burden off your shoulders, I feel. Okay, so... Because suddenly you aren't obligated to ah, be a certain it. sort of person. <clears throat> if you look at some of the, and we've talked about this before, the old yogis, if you look at somebody like Hui Neng mm -hmm. in the 8th century, who was, well, I think one of the very earliest Zen Buddhist, I'm no expert on this, teachers, there's a person from what one can tell who taught and felt one had to be permanently in a state of enlightenment i see and that is a pressure but if you if you say no look i'm here to serve so while i'm serving i'm coming out of that state i won't be as enlightened and i won't expect to be as enlightened but i will be able to do this 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 yeah, and this totally. as a result of whatever enlightenment i already have mm -hmm. and then later i will return and meditate again so it's um like as you're giving that service, you're not necessarily in that state and whatever that might be. Yeah. You, you've come down. I mean, would you describe it that way? Yes, and it's a deliberate coming down. Mm. Um, and, and we come back, the galaxy has come yeah. right down. Right. Possibly, and I would believe, from perfection mm. down, purely because we need it. 
We're held in being by the galaxy. You've got all these uh, uh, you know, astronomers, scientists, so on, they look up at the sky and they go, oh gosh, there's a, uh, you know, a lot of suns and planets in one part of the universe. Let's call that a galaxy. No, mm. it's the other way around. Mm. Galaxy is there and enables the suns and the planets and the life on mm. them to exist within it. Yeah. You know, that's a... <laughs> I'll completely change the way you start to think about the cosmos. Yeah. I mean, I totally get it. But, um, you, you mentioned about martyrdom. You mentioned about sacrifice and hard work. Yeah. And I wondered, you know, <clears throat> where is the line with that? You know, because, you know, often, you know, if you're extremely devoted to service, that line can become quite blurred. I mean, even with the Mother Earth, you know, she has sacrificed herself in an enormous way for, you could say, too long, you know, if that's what, you know, she's... Um, for know, her benefit, too long, not for us. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Mm. Um, so, but, but just with us as individuals, I mean, obviously we're, we're not like that. But where, you know, how do you, you know, when you're sort of negotiating this in your own life and yeah. you're on this path of spiritual yeah. service? It is, it's a good question. Yeah. And it's a very personal matter. You couldn't give a dogmatic answer to it because there's vast difference of, differences of advancement between people. Mm. Now, just to illustrate that, you could have somebody who will say, they'll say, I'm very happy, I'm very fulfilled, I've got everything I want because I've got plenty of money, I've got all the things I want, I've got a you know, great emotional life, and so I'm a happy, fulfilled person. Mm. And another person who had those things, and I've met such people uh, who've come to me for guidance or for workshops yeah. or so on, and it has not hit the spot. Mm. And actually, they are not satisfied sitting there with their wealth and their life while they see the news and they see what's going on elsewhere. That person is more advanced. And likewise, so the motivation is key. Now, I've had people come to me and say to me, I know what I should do with my life. Mm. I know I should dedicate it in service, but I don't want to. And I've said to that one particular person who is now completely dedicated, by the way, I certainly won't say who it is, but they're, they're doing absolutely wonderfully. Uh, I said to them at the time, well, if that's your only problem, you don't have a problem because that's motivation, what you want. I see. If it's right, you can want it yeah. because your higher self yeah. wants it. You just got to connect with your higher self. Yes, yes, yes. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you, you know, and it brings us back to that balance, which even the solar lords, even the Saturnian lords, mm -hmm. and even we're told planets and no doubt suns and certainly the galaxy itself, they still include meditation. We're told. Yeah. And so you need sometimes prayer is. I think underestimated sometimes, even by people who practice it, that's assuming they're practicing it as taught by Dr. George King. Sure, yeah. Um, and, and therefore they are channeling power through the heart chakra uh, as well as the palms of the hands. As a development practice, it's not given as a development practice, mm. it's given as a service practice. Mm. But you can't draw energy down through your heart centre and also, although this isn't your visualisation and shouldn't be, inevitably that will also draw energies up towards your heart centre within your being. Yeah. And you can't do that without developing. And we've had outstanding examples of people practising prayer who've had great um, psychic experiences. That's in their goal. 
and they, 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 they shouldn't focus on that. They're here to serve others. Mm. But it's going to happen, and development must take place. The more you activate the, the higher centres... Yeah. The higher centres are bled. They are starved. We are, fo we are focusing our energies on this world on the lower centres. And the master theorist in his From Free Will to Freedom, actually given before the Nine Freedoms... Mm breaks that down brilliantly in that outstanding transmission, which is available um, certainly through our... Um, you know, our theorist cloud. Theorist cloud. Thank <laughs> you for that, yeah. Um, people can, can obtain that. But it, it's an outstanding transmission because he breaks down the, the function of the solar plexus, the sex centre, the lower centres. They aren't bad, the lower centres. Mm. They are just overused and misused to the detriment of the higher centres. When you practice prayer, when you practice healing, you will inevitably start to draw energies within you upwards. That's not what your aim is. Your, your aim is to help others. But yeah. it's going to happen. So you must advance, and you must come out of doing these practices with greater wisdom, greater insight, and greater motivation. And then the more motivation you get, the more you'll want to serve. I'm not going to be, I mean, I'm going to be honest, not every day any of us gets up and say, sure. oh, gosh, I want to go and work again. Because uh, it is work <laughs> yeah. all the time. Yeah. But I think we're very lucky, and I know you are one and I know I'm another, if we're people who essentially want to work. Mm. And Dr. King was the ultimate. I mean, he, he kind of been partly in jest, but he did describe himself as a workaholic. Mm -hmm. And... You know, it, although it's not that it's, it, he had it under control. Yeah, it wasn't like an addiction. No, or something. it yeah. wasn't an addiction. It was a choice. Yeah. Nevertheless, the devoted, the advanced karma yogi, which is the greatest yogi you can be mm. right now, mm. um, is someone who wants to work and wants to work all the time. The only difference, they don't work for themselves. Yes, they work exactly. for others. That's it. Uh, just coming back to a previous point as well, I think it's a, you know it's a revelation. You know, just thinking about the fact that when you're giving spiritual service and you're drawing this power up through the higher centers, you're activating them, you're bringing them to life, and you are advancing as a result of that. I mean, that's, you must. that's technically what is happening, isn't it? I mean, Absolutely. That's, that's quite you amazing. You advance karmically, because yeah. yeah. what goes around comes around, but yeah. you advance technically, if you like. Yes, yes, You advance yes, from yeah. a chakra point of view, yeah. from a kundalini point exactly. of view, from a, um, a nadi point of view, or yeah. the psychic channels. It, they are re being reorientated through your service. Mm. I think this really helps to give us some clarity of what service is as a result of what is happening when you're giving service. Mm. You know, and you can kind of see it through that lens. But just coming back to Dr. King for a moment, I mean, um, as you're describing, you know, this outstanding example of, of service to others at a global level. And he also talked about, you know, sacrifice and the role of sacrifice mm. and even the extent to which he made sacrifices. Oh, yeah. Um, and the His sort of, life was a sacrifice. Yes. Actually. He didn't even yeah. need to be here. Yeah. yeah. And I, I recall somewhere you talked about this kind of unconditional surrender to God as part of the, you know, the spiritual work. Could you elaborate on that? You know, as, yeah. How would someone think about that in their own life and the service that they do? What first thing I'd say about that is that... <laughs> Dr. King was, I mean, among his many other qualities, incredibly brave. Mm. I mean, if you look at the years prior to his contacts with cosmic masters, yeah. prior to being primary terrestrial mental channel, his yoga years, yeah. what a brave thing to do. Apart from, you know, that was hard work, yeah. extremely totally. beyond, I don't think yeah, we can grasp the yeah, eight hours yeah. a day for 10 years <clears throat> that he did there on yeah. top of a job. Totally. But, and he didn't have a money, he didn't have access to mm. private income or anything like that. He yeah. had to earn his money. But he, 
Also, what a brave thing to do for a man in your 20s, especially in those days, but even now. You say, well, my, my friend, my son, my, this person at work, they spend all their time doing yoga. They go, mm. you know, that sounds very weird. And most people, that's enough for them. It sounds weird, so I won't do it. Right. Which is illogical and cowardly. Um, Dr. King was brave enough to recognize his genuine experiences. As one of the warnings in the first freedom, actually, is, is that fear can stop people in their psychic development. Oh, yes. Can stop yeah. people yeah. Um, from uh, the whole, ba- imprison their mind, I think, is, is the statement in there. And, you, you know, you, you break that down. Of course, one has to be careful of imagination and you know, um, even mental health issues in psychic development. One has to be aware of it. One has to be aware of the difference between just imagining something or hearing imaginary voices and hearing real psychic voices, for example. That's a a very important distinction. But if you just said, oh, that's, you know, I'm keeping away from that. In the same way, you might say, look, you can burn yourself in a fire. So I'll never light a fire ever. No, all fires Mm. are banned. Mm. That's what we're talking about. You've got to walk that line and you've got to learn the difference. And we certainly help people to do that in the events we run. And Dr. King gave brilliant yardsticks. So that's where he started. That was a a beginning of an unconditional surrender to God. He was determined to find the answers, even then, on his own, Mm. and gaining these experiences which he knew were real, which people would probably in those days say, well, that's hallucination, he's imagining it, he's a bit of a whatever, you know, won't use these. But it didn't stop him at all. He pushed on, and he got there. Um, And it's interesting, too, given his heritage, because... I think we make no secret on this show, the fact we believe he came from another world. Right. He was an avatar, but he still needed to train. Mm. There's a lesson to some psychics. Oh, I've got the gift. Totally. He still needed to train. We still need to train ourselves, and he trained himself. And he got there, and he arrived, and he absolutely, from the moment of the command, he surrendered himself to the instructions really of the cosmic masters for whom he was on call 24 hours a day all the Mm. time i saw it i witnessed it in the years i knew him and it could completely disrupt any other plan he couldn't really make totally permanent plans in his life at all totally can you imagine that i mean that's more demanding than any president any general i mean they get leave time they get downtime not saying he never relaxed because he did and he, he showed this remarkable balance and he showed how it's done he, he as i've said before he mastered mastery mm, yeah. he could switch it on and switch it off and so he was balanced he had a great sense of humor as well fantastic sense of humor uh, so he, he wasn't that but he was totally surrendered to god now who can say, who can put their hand on their heart and say, I've surrendered myself to God? Totally. But, you know, God is all. I mean, God is, I am. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's, there's, there's lots of lessons in that example that we can inspire to, is, you know, in terms of his life. Um, for, for people who are, you know, on the spiritual path and, you know, sometimes going to, going to, an, uh, you know, like a, a prayer service or, or mm-hmm. whatnot. It might, it might be inconvenient, might be difficult to oh, get yeah. to and all that. And so, you know, but all these things the seem to be... The best time to go. Yeah, those seem to be the a part of 
yeah, as you say, the best time to go. And so what, you know, what can people look out for kind of in that way? You know, because I of, think yeah. it would be good, if pe uh, helpful, I think, yeah. if people saw the whole thing as a path. Mm. including their service, especially including their service. Yeah. Service isn't like, I, the, my path is my practices, service is an optional extra which I do for others. Yeah. No, it's not that. Everything is the path. If you've got to go to work to earn a living so that you can, for example, as we have, put, dedicate yourself as a staff, like you do, mm. on the staff of, of the Ethereum Society, but you've got to have an income to live in an expensive place, which sure. is West London, sure. uh, with your wonderful wife who does the same thing, mm. um, that's all part of the path. Every second yes. is part of it. Yes. When you're sleeping, it can be part of the path, if you make it. Yeah, because you're resting for that. You can, uh, you're not only resting for that, you can continue oh, yeah, to learn. Why yeah. is it sometimes, it certainly happens to me, I'm sure it happens to others, you wake up at, say, four in the morning, and you've suddenly got the answer to something. Yes, the brain's working, but sometimes totally. you've been guided, mm -hmm. or you've gone somewhere and found the answer mm -hmm. on the other realm. So it's, it's a constant thing, um, and... Um, but I've lost your question there. Well, I mean, Darren, just, in, just coming back to that, I mean, that. just thinking about your whole life as, a, as, as the path and a path of service and everything that you're doing is an aspect everything of that. Everything is. And, yeah. and it's all interjoined. And that is why I say I don't think there's a greater set of teachings than the one we're, yeah. we're dedicated to, the nine freedoms and allied teachings in the society, but especially the nine freedoms, because it's, it's so doable. Mm. It gives you the yardsticks, the things you can do, and there's no distinction between, and this is very unusual, between development and service. I'm sorry, I have to come back to that, but it's key to your original question. Sure. Because so many people think, well, look, I'm going to pursue my own enlightenment. Um, and, 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 and in the old days, they would do that to the exclusion of world suffering. In the, not all of them. Yeah. Not Miller-Repper, sure. the great Miller-Repper, for example, sure. who's, who did it, he said, to help the world. So there were some who knew. But sometimes, you know, it's a step. Or I'm going to give that up. I'm giving that up and I'm going to serve. People make that mistake. I know very, very good people who've served for many years who think, at least partially, they may not say it in this way, but I've, they've given that up in order to do mm. this. It's a, no. This path leads to samadhi. This path leads to cosmic consciousness. This path works. So... You don't have to give it up. It might be a bit slower, but it depends what opportunities you have. You could have opportunities that are very fast-moving if you want to take them. It won't just fall in your lap, though. Sure. You'll have to make it happen. But if you do make it happen, then also your service will be that much greater. And you'll look at things differently. And you'll be motivated to work. And it is work. It's hard, hard work. And... You're, if, as a person who practices karma yoga, mm. if you're very fortunate, if you like working, because that's what you're going to be doing. <laughs> yeah. So I, I thank yeah. God for that. You yeah. know, I've yeah. always liked working on something I believe in. Totally. Um, since my teenage years. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, gosh, I've got to go to work again. I get up every day. I mean, I've worked full time for the Ethereum Society since 1978. That long, when I'm in my tw early 20s. And I, and I get up now and I go to work at the Ethereum Society, same yeah. place, and yeah. I look forward to it, yeah. by and large. Not yeah. every day there's sometimes problems, there's things you have to deal with, sure. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes you think, oh, gosh, it would be nice just to sit down and have a bit of a break. But on the whole, by and large, yeah, 
So if you can get into that, but I think that's all part of the mix. Totally. Yeah. Service and spiritual development. Let's leave it there. Thank you very much. Everybody's down here. Thanks for tuning into the show. Now, if you enjoyed that episode, don't forget to subscribe for more wisdom from the Nine Freedoms. If you'd like to find out more about the Nine Freedoms, about Mars Sector 6 by Dr. George King, go to our website, that's ethereus.org. Richard and I love hearing from you, receiving your comments, your questions, and your spiritual experiences, and talking about them on the show. So do write to us, share them with us at spiritualfreedom at richardlawrence.co.uk. Always remember that service is the jewel in the rock of attainment. See you next time.